Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd is a horror-themed campaign, and as such, contains dark themes, including descriptions of gore, violence, and other features intrinsic to the gothic horror genre. Hello, and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos Does Curse of Strahd. As always, I'm your Dungeon Master, Dari, and joining me are Zoe, playing Sevia, Emily, playing Beatrice, Laura, playing Conrad, Mitch, playing Destination 42, Exley, and Johanna playing Paul. Let's jump into it, shall we? Where we last left off, the party regrouped at Mordenkainen's mansion before uh, going to bed for the evening. Uh, they had retrieved... Uh, Beatrice, Conrad, and Exley had retrieved um, Mordenkainen's staff from inside a ravine. Uh, by the... well, in the cliff face of the moat. Um... And Sevia had uh, transcribed a great many spells into her book, and four made friendship bracelets. Um, and so we left the party as they were winding down and heading to sleep for the night. So we rejoined them the morning after. Uh, for audio listeners, we all just yawned uh, dramatically. <laughs> um, in the morning, um, at about 8 o'clock, the normal time, um, Exley is going to go and reassert control over Prime yeah. using his magic and spend a few minutes with the zombie. All right. Paul's going to get up quite early as they tend to and go to get breakfast, this time asking for a variety of different foods rather than just getting to the gelato every time. <laughs> Sounds like a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> Proper nourishment. All right. What are others doing? Uh, Beatrice would get up at her usual time and wander out to see whether anybody was up yet. I doubt they would be, unless uh, except for probably Esmeralda. Yeah, Esmeralda's probably up Always quite up. early. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably just chill with Esmeralda. Yeah. Not really talking, but just yeah. company. Um, Sylvia probably gets up about like seven thirty, eight o'clock, depending on when we went to bed. Uh, forgoes breakfast and instead gets a black tea, and uh, goes over all the spells in her book that she added yesterday, and just tries to help commit them to memory. And Conrad will get up at some point and have a long bath. <laughs> He's enjoying those baths while he can, isn't he? Ah, uh, yes, absolutely. Especially after the, the day he had yesterday. All right. Ah, uh, yeah. All right. So it's not 
too long, maybe an hour or so after the last of you is up, um, that Mordenkainen gets everyone's attention and says, like, all right, all right, everyone out of the mansion. I need to recast it. Oh, uh, right. Um, uh, will the food vanish as well? It will, but it will come back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Paul just kind of stuffs the remainder of their food back into their mouth, <laughs> hastily chewing. All right. Sevia mm -hmm. uh, chugs her cup of tea and then immediately regrets it. <laughs> Beatrice just gets up and walks out. Okay. Exley does as well. Yeah. He's used to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair. All right. And when he sees that everyone is out, he will immediately recast the mansion and say... All right, in we go, unless you <laughs> desire to depart. Uh, not, not particularly. Not yet, anyway. Oh, I had the impression that there was still some planning to do. Yes, planning, indeed. <clears throat> yes, inside, then. I can't will stride back inside. Off we go. Planning. Yes. Planning. Go. Yes. I think the food disappeared in my mouth. That was weird. <laughs> oh, that would be. Yes, that would be rather a strange sensation, wouldn't it? Mm. When we get back to Fiello, would you be willing to do that again for an experiment? I don't think anyone's done that before. Vanishing food. It... I, I guess, as long as you don't vanish it from my stomach, that sounds quite horrible. Well, no, yes, but, uh, but you know, if you cast a spell like Mordenkainen's at the same time every day for a year, then the spot becomes permanent and then nothing changes. So that's, you know, that Mordenkainen really is the expert on all of this. And as much as there is research, that doesn't mean everyone else fully understands the extent of the magic. So, you know, if there were potential to run experiments on things uh, without the, uh, I don't know, the the presumptive knowledge that most wizards tend to have about Mordenkainen's work, it could be, could be quite fascinating. Uh, yes. Huh. Only if you want to. No, of course. Um, gosh, I would love it if lots of people could cast this spell. Ooh. And then that'd be great housing for a couple of people. <laughs> well, yes, after a year. Um, I know I can, I can. Mordenkainen from the dis from a, a little distance away says that there's no scope of permanency with this one. Oh, because of Barovia. No, this spell does not have a, a permanence uh, capability. It is uh, too much power uh, doing too much for, for the time that it... Basically, it, simply it doesn't work. <sighs> Of course, I was mistaken. It's was, uh, it's uh, your private sanctum that was, uh, is permanent after a year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 That's I. I can do that one. Yes. And she sounds a little proud of herself. Yes. 
The private sanctum is merely a ward. Uh, this is an actual extra-dimensional structure. Uh, it's a... Uh, and it was never meant as a permanent solution. It was always a, a temporary travel solution. I was not supposed to stay in here as long as I have. No. I have a tower that I have access to back. Well... Where it is currently is another story, but I do have a tower that is designed for extra-dimensional travel, and that is what I would usually be wearing. Uh, you, that is what I would usually be uh, staying in if I was intending to be somewhere for an extended period of time. Oh. Fascinating. So you can access that tower from... Any plane? No. No. That tower uh, has the capability to traverse planes. The physical structure. Uh, there is a connection that it has to a, a magical object of great value that enables it to go from plane to plane. Oh. But it couldn't come here. Well, I was not intending to stay so long. No, I doubt anyone does when they come here. Mm. Mm. Right. Fool was just kind of vibing for that conversation, not really <laughs> understanding what they were talking about. <laughs> oh, well, right. Um, yes, I guess. It would be too easy if it would be able to make these a lot of these permanent. Cool. Mm. Um, all right. Uh, meeting time, I guess. Yes, meeting. That's yes. Chop, 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 chop. Beatrice stays outside for a moment and just looks around. Just about to say, Exley stays outside and looks around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, each of you, I guess, roll me a perception check. Um, Exley would do so from the air. He'll transform into a bird of some description and fly up. Ooh. 19. All right. 10. 10. <laughs> uh, it's, it's hard to get a proper vantage uh, from where you are, um, because most of the ground is covered by the the treetops. But, uh, Beatrice, you're able to see that um, the, the immediate area appears to be clear enough for your comfort. Excellent. Well, once Exley came back down and transformed back into himself, or if he decided to keep being the bird uh, when they went inside, she'd go inside with Exley. Right. So, uh, eventually the seven of you uh, gathered around a, uh, a table in Mordenkainen's mansion, um, and... Yeah, who who would like to who start the process? 
So, uh, it was imparted onto Fall and I yesterday, after you three had the rather tumultuous visit with uh, Strad, that he had made some sort of offer towards us um, for those of us who are unaware. What is the offer? Uh, yes, so the uh, offer from Strad was that he would let us go home if we were to return um, his Tatiana to him, who he is who he appears to be delusionally believe is Irina, um, which is why he was pursuing her before. I do remember him calling her similar vaguely the first time. Um, so that was an offer he posed that if we bring her to him, he would let us return. He's apparently capable of doing that, or at least that's what he claimed. So... Do you believe that he would do it? I don't. Well, that wasn't what Conrad said. There's no need for this meeting to get snappy two seconds in. Just that Strahd had made an offer. Yes. It shows a level of desperation on his part, regardless of whether or not he would actually go through with it. It does, and I'll... I will have you know that, of course, regardless of whether you believe he is telling the truth, that is what he is interested in. And that can either be used, sure, if you want to take it at face value, or as bait. Either way, it is an important thing to consider in leverage, given this is something he was happy enough to set, let us go free from without really any major repercussions, especially after Exley even blasted him in the face with a light thing or something that he didn't seem to like very much. So really, um, stating the facts of what his offer was is incredibly important, and um, belief in what he on in how truthful he's being about it is really secondary. So there. Yes, besides, I don't think there's a person amongst us who would willingly sacrifice Arena for our own sakes. No. <laughs> Sevia looks around the table, all hopeful. All Mitch and I were both doing oh, shifty yeah. eyes. <laughs> so is so is no as I. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good group of people. Oh, such good people. Uh, You're all going to hell. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, I think the cells of the second that Esmeralda cut into that um, after the like, uh, like flaring up a little bit, uh, Connie is just like uh, polishing one of his daggers while we're having this conversation now. He just kind of shrugs his seat when he's like, no, certainly not. Either way, it's worth posing to Arena. I presume the option is not to just uh, deliver her, regardless as distraction, but to have her conscious of this. Yes. I mean, it is possible. 
it is possible. That would also hopefully get the Ishmark on our side. Hmm. Yes. And I'm not too certain what assistance they would really be on the larger scheme of things, given we were required to uh, attempt to bargain them for safe passage. It was really only because of Kazir dying that um, they got there in the first place. But, you know, um, uh, their presence, Zarina's presence is useful, can be a useful tool in this regard anyway. Yes, I, I think that's a good plan. I guess we can always do with an extra... Um, a few sets of hands, and I guess Ismark did manage to take out Strahd the first time when none of us could. <laughs> True. Yes, that is, um... Yes, I wasn't by Although, myself then. Oh, we have improved since then. <laughs> yes, that's an option. <laughs> do, I, do I remember correctly, Sevia, that there was something that was in the castle. Yes, uh, the Heart of Sorrow, uh, which, if we let Zoe go back to her notes, because <laughs> um, I do, I do have it, I do have it. Ah. Yes, um, uh, the Heart of Sorrow, it's within Ravenloft and it helps prevent Strahd from falling in combat. And between that and his coffin, which I believe is uh, somewhere in the basement, uh, he has multiple ways of being able to revive himself, uh, whether or not we take him down. So there is some merit to the fact that the more of us there are, the more people can... Uh, separate in the safest size groups possible to uh, destroy the Heart of Sorrow as well as destroy Strahd. Hmm. Yes. It's certainly going to require some team degree of teamwork. And if we can... To be most effective. Yes. I would advise it might be an idea to... Yes, what as you said, split the groups off. Uh, split into two groups. I don't know of what size. We don't know. We don't know who we have uh, in this plan. But split off into two groups, and then once the heart is destroyed, regroup. Hmm. Yes, because. Once he's in his coffin, uh, as long as he doesn't have the heart of sorrow, uh, we can just destroy the coffin and then... Uh, woo! Uh, we've done it, uh, I guess. Or we just uh, make sure he goes back to the coffin and then just open all the windows. Because uh, mm. then he can't come out. Well, that could work. It's as good as plan as any. Uh, Esmeralda, wasn't your job to go and procure people to assist in this while we went to the castle? My job was to stay with these two. Mm. I, I can speak to, um, I can speak to, uh, Van Richten on our way back through. I don't have the connection to Esmeralda, uh, uh, not yet, to Ismark and Arena that you two, you, that you folks do, uh, 
But if I were to separate off and speak to Van Richten and meet you in, uh, what was it, Valaki? Was it Valaki? Valaki. Yeah. yeah. And and meet back with you in Valaki once you have spoken to Arena and Ismark. Then uh, we can make our way through. Hmm. We all meet at the inn, and uh, there was talk of asking to wear ravens as well. That's also a possibility. Yes. I think the more the merrier. Yes, Indeed. that was discussed previously. I think you'll have to be quite stealthy in your approaches to recruiting. I think us going to uh, Ismarket Arena would be seen quite favourably by Strad, but if he sees that, or his spies see that you're uh, talking to others, that might raise his suspicions. Especially if you've mounted an attack on Strad before and failed. Yes. All things that should be considered. The Were Ravens are also um, marked enemies of Strahd. He will suspect something is up if his spies get back to him that you are reaching out to them. It's still worth a try. Mm. Whether he thinks knows we're coming to fight or whether he thinks we're doing otherwise. It all depends on whether we can get Ishnak and Rina to go along with her being bait or not. Mm. We're hinging an awful lot on these two people and we know that Ishnak wants to keep his sister safe. Mm. I don't think, I mean, again, this is an option. It would make things easier, presumably, because it's what he wants. At the same time, he did just let us tread into his castle. And there's really no guarantee that uh, even if we were to deliver Irina to him, that uh, his castle would be no less of a trap than it was when we were there. So really, this is uh, circumstantial, but it's worth trying regardless. Anything that might make the task easier is worth doing, after all. Precisely. So, you know, if we can get their assistance, great. If not... And he kind of, like, uh, like wets the dagger across his hand, like the palm of his hand, uh, like the flat of it. We improvise. <laughs> I mean, there is... Can Strahd detect souls? Um, or wait, no. Sevia wouldn't know why he thinks Arena's at the end. Uh, no. Well, um, there is. Even if we do get Arena, there is. Uh, I I would have to prepare it, but I do have a spell that allows me to take on the face of someone else. Hmm. So... Well, he was very interested in dragging you back to his castle in the first place anyway, but um, probably not best to use you as bait directly. No, I'm no. just saying it potentially could make Arena more comfortable if there was a chance that there were two of her. True. If your magic can do that, that would be 
interesting. I can also provide invisibility for myself and up to um how many how many more can he ah the spell uh, that well, casimir had a number of a number of others i i can however the more people i'm rendering visible the uh the fewer resources that i have for later on hmm i might be able to make myself invisible at least to um Keep that away. I know how to do it theoretically, I think. Interesting. All right. So we see how many people we can get, and we decide who wants to go uh, under the cloak of, in, you know. Uh, <laughs> sorry, brain. my brain stopped. Um, Invisibility? Etta. Yes, uh, under the sort of guise of invisibility for surprise. Mm. I will be happy to not be invisible. I, I am happy to be one of the people leading the arena if we get there to start. And I don't know, but I'm assuming Exley will also not take up the offer of invisibility. There is no reason to. He was happy for us to return. Precisely. Now, I also believe that uh, that Sevia, you have taken up a uh, you have knowledge of an old uh, former ally of mine's. Uh, Rary, his telepathic bond. Uh, yes, yes. Um, I, I I mentioned it uh, a little while ago, um, but and she like flips through a little book. Um, if uh, it doesn't even require me to concentrate on it, which is which is very exciting. But uh, as long as we do it uh, right before we go in, uh, I can link eight of us up telepathically. So it's almost like we have a sort of... Um, uh, have you ever put a, a string between two cans and then spoken to someone through them? It's like that, but in our brains. If we end up with more than eight, I might be able to do the same thing and create... a. Uh enough of an overlap that uh, that everyone so a, can communicate with most others. Yes, like a, like a tree of sorts. Yes. Uh, yes, and it should be able to let us communicate regardless of distance, unlike some of my other spells. If memory serves, the only, the only um, restriction is that should one of us somehow find ourselves on another plane during this mission, then the connection will be useless. We'll return once we return to this plane, but on separate planes it does nothing. 
I hope that's not likely to happen. <laughs> I, I think that's a very useful spell. Uh, we use something similar on the battlefield. Um, but this sounds wonderful. That's excellent, Sylvia. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so summary. You can use magic to make people make us hear each other. Good. We shall go and locate Irina and Ismark. Good. Does not matter if they wish to assist or not. We can improvise either way. Strahd is expecting us to return at some point. Good. Um, Esmeralda will do something useful, presumably. Good. Um, yeah, Wizard Man can um, can do extra spells to assist in uh, places where uh, Sevier cannot uh, compromise for that. Good. Excellent. Beatrice uh, will and myself will not be under guise of invisibility. 42, your thoughts on the matter? Um. The entire conversation actually has been sort of standing in a corner, not moving. Um, and his eyes have just sort of been darting under the hood to whoever was speaking at the time. Mm. Um, and he's going to be silent for a little bit and then go. Perhaps there is an alternative. Alternative. Instead of bringing this Tatiana to Strad, why do we not bring Strad to Tatiana? Interesting. Now that is a good point. Especially you do not know this, actually. We may have mentioned before. Tatiana, uh, well, Irina and Ismark reside currently presumably, in church where with bones that um, our past comrade uh, secured for us. So Strad may not enter. Presumably Strad is conscious of this and would be interested in uh, getting to her were she to step out or the bones removed. This is very good point. We could have a Strad approach on our terms. I believe that to be beneficial. The one thing is we still need people to go in and uh, destroy the heart of whatever. True. Of course, but with Strahd preoccupied, many miles away. You're assuming that Strahd will fall for this ploy? Why would he not, if we are to provide Tatiana? He's obsessed with a girl, of course he would. Do not underestimate Strahd's cunning. There is a reason that he was able to best me. But it is not an idea without merit if, even if we cannot get Strad all the way to Valaki, we can at least try and get him out of Ravenloft. Yes, distraction to get inside or distraction while we are already there, it would be useful. I'm not saying that it is a bad plan, but it is one that I 
that I would be assuming would have a high chance of failure. What would be the risk? He does not turn up, and nothing happens. Indeed. As you suggest, there is nothing necessarily to lose by trying it. If you have, Especially if... If you have taught me one thing, Mordenkainen, in my time in your service, it is to constantly observe our experiences and learn from them. I have learned that Strahd is incredibly confident in his own abilities. He has many tricks up his sleeves. However, will willingly show a lot of his hand for everyone to see with minimal prodding. Beatrice, when I attacked Strahd last night, what happened? Who retaliated? Or what? Well, Strad did. And at that point, it was only Strad. Hmm. Good point. I do believe that it was not Strad per se. But the very walls that we were sitting in, Strahd merely walked up. However, it appeared as if his influence had spread and infected into the very walls that we were dining in. I do not believe it to be wise for us to encounter Strahd another time in his residence. Better to level the playing field by bringing him outside, if we can. It is true. Plus, remember when he when he came to fetch, to try and fetch the diary from the temple? Thor had him running around with a little lantern. Pretty impressive. So he clearly uh, doesn't seem as impressive when he's out of his uh, favoured terrain as it were i think wherever we meet him we need to do it somewhere where we're able to corner him mm, yes some kind of pincer movement you you notice like at the mention of like the the ha basically having strad on the ropes outside of the amber temple um like uh, Mordenkainen's face, like, like, there's, there's almost a certain disappointment in it. Um, not at you, uh, but at the, at what the implication of that having happened is for the odds of certain things, if that makes sense. Hmm. I I do not think that he will underestimate you again. 
if you already had such an encounter with him. Mm. It, it may all... come too close. Mm. It may also make him less likely to want to uh, meet us in a, any other place other than his own. Yes. Designation 42. You said that Strad was confident. What better strategy than to... If you cannot lure him out of his castle, his confidence within Ravenloft will render him so overconfident as to be a flaw. One should hope. That is also a possibility. And with Sevia's knowledge of the floor plans of Ravenloft, he doesn't even have the advantage anymore of knowing the castle as we would not, should we, had we not gained access to the floor plans. When the man lives there, we also. We also do not have the ability to float through doorways. That is... have the unfortunate requirement of opening them. Mm. But, um, with floor plans, we are certainly... Well, prepared as much as he lives there and knows it as the back of his hand. Uh, we at least aren't going in blind. Certainly. And if we know the exact location of the Heart of Sorrow, then the only issue is if there's anything standing in the way. Which there very well, well might be, but if what you all say is true, and Exley was able to fight attack Strahd, and the only thing that fought back was the castle itself. It does not sound like he keeps many guards. This is a good point. He either did not have guards to do that or was confident enough that 42, despite uh, generating light in a room where there was really none because it was quite poorly outfitted um, and all the lights actually went out, um, he was either he was possibly just confident enough that he didn't require to call servants. We saw one, and that was about it. He didn't come when... Actually initiated combat. We do know he has more, though. All of the ones that we fought in Valaki that night. Yes, clearly has other companions that can he can call to his aid. So, but to be fair, Beatrice, you also killed one of them in about ten seconds. So, I can. Yes, but uh, that is, that is me. That is what I do. I kill people. Well, yes, and so does Conrad and, and Exley and, and um, 
that's what I get paid to do. Oh. Back in our own plane. I kill uh, people for money. Oh. 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 <laughs> right. And one is very different to many. Well, I think, I think it's clear that a strategy, of, a potential strategy of Strahd's could be, well, he probably wants me dead since I was the one who was able to um, foil him last time. So if there are assassins that he has prepared, would you have any insight on them then, Beatrice? Uh, would Beatrice have any insight on that? I was just assuming you're an assassin. <laughs> um, <laughs> realistically, no. Like, you don't no. know it's, what you're dealing with different. here. Yeah. You don't, like, Strahd could have living um, guards. He could have just more uh, vampires. He could have zombies. He could have mm. any manner of things. Yeah. <laughs> This is, it's very different here than anywhere else that I have been. And there are a lot more things that he could have that could come after us. But also, we have seen that uh, sometimes he feels like he does not need them. If he is overconfident in himself, then maybe he will not call. It's a gamble, but it's one we may just have to take. All right, I guess. Yes. <laughs> there are many ways to safeguard yourself against assassins. There the is. only problem is most of the creatures here in Barovia are not normal for where we come from. I could easily show you how to knife fight someone or how to stab them in, in a point that will kill them, but that's not good going to be useful when it's a vampire or a corpse that walks or things like that. But it is worth bearing note, I suppose. There is the option to have somebody guarding fall. That is assuming that uh, Strahd will go for fall. He might not until he realises that we've, we're not going along with his plan. Mm. But he will I'm sure he'll have precautions for assuming that we won't. So, the way I see it, there are two divergent plans, depending on whether Drad falls into our initial trap. First one assumes that he does, and we send people in to deal with the Heart of Sorrow, while, uh, while potentially others are there to meet him in Valaki and strike there while everyone else is able to return uh, once the heart is dealt with. 
The other is that he refuses. And so Irina must be taken to Strad for him to have the same uh, effect if Irina is going to be aiding us at all. Do I, am I understanding that correctly? I do have one question. This Irina figure, what does Strahd have to gain for being reunited with them? Hard to say. He hasn't really mentioned. He just seems to have a sense of entitlement to a woman. So, well, I mean, his diary did speak much of... Just seems to be some infatuation with her. Didn't seem to speak of any kind of greater importance beyond that. The abbot seemed to believe that by giving the count what he wants would help breaks the curse. Bit ridiculous, honestly. But Men uh, die quite fast of... No, I yes. agree. I well. agree. Another good point as well. He was also very interested in the diary, so that's another possible way of luring him places. My one issue with luring him out is if we do manage to uh, get him down and he goes back to the castle to regenerate, then depending on how far away we are, whoever's in the castle trying to destroy the heart will be coming face to face with Strahd again. If he manages to get back. And we can't really go there for backup. Exactly. It would take us a lot, take the second group a long time to get there. If there is a better way of us getting to try and locate the things and destroy them before he can regenerate, then it's best for us to do so. And if there are more expendable people who can kind of oversee the other half of the plan, then that's probably good, better, because the, the, the higher chance of danger lies at his castle. That is something that we will probably have to undertake ourselves. I can prepare a means of teleportation. Oh. <laughs> How many people? Up to, let me double check. I, it's eight or nine, I believe. If it's standard teleportation, it's eight. Yeah, so it's, yeah, eight. No. <laughs> if it's only half of us, then you, you and up to eight, <laughs> so it's you. nine. You, you end up to eight, so nine. All right, um, so nine. Nine. So assuming that all the people that you are planning on recruiting are recruited, then only... Realistically, only one of them needs to be in Malachi. So uh, if we were to meet them there. However... That does mean that if we cannot, uh, we cannot, uh, lure Strad, then 
whoever is in Valaki needs to make their way to to uh, Ravenloft by the time well yes by the time that folk people are done in the heart of sorrow good excellent there is the chance that even if our plan works and he goes to Valaki and assumes he is one there is every chance he will be able to detect as well when the Heart of Sorrow is destroyed, thus meaning that regardless whether he sees through our ruse or not, there is a point where he will know he has been betrayed and we must all Undoubtedly, for that. So, yes. So teleport, teleportation, yes, very... Mm. Yes. Of course, I think if... as a vampire, he must be slain within his coffin for any sort of permanency to his death. All roads eventually lead to Raven Lost. It's just a matter of when. Mm. What if Strahd is unable to reach his coffin? Then that uh, may prove fatal after a time. <laughs> so if the Heart of Sorrow and the coffin are destroyed... He would not have a way to come back. It is possible. I do not know whether the coffin itself is required for the... Uh, for the distinction of resting place that the legends uh, around vampires seem to suggest. But it well. is a thought. We have talked much over this. Summary has not really um, increased a great deal. Main points here are we are going to go and speak with Ismark and Arena. We are then either going to go to Ravenloft or with or without their help. Yes? We all agree with this? Oh, yes. yes. Good. At the, very, I have... at the very least, some subgroup, the subsection of this collective will venture to Ravenloft. Good, I'm glad you're in agreement, Wizard Man. My one question is, how did you fail last time? I was not prepared for Strahd to be as well-rounded as he is. Well-rounded. He... He's taking out his, his diary, he's like writing little notes in it, but in that slow sort of way. Beyond... I see. Yes, beyond his uh, beyond beyond his uh, enhancements as a vampire, he's also a both a skilled martial practitioner and a skilled arcanist. Mm. Not quite as powerful as as myself, and at this stage, maybe not even as powerful as Exley or Sevier. I do not know, but. His other pursuits combine with that in a particularly deadly uh, way. Interesting. So, skill in magic, combat, and of course, military tactics. Yes. How many 
tried to stop him last time. My understanding was it was a great deal. Is Yourself, it? Van Richten, Esmeralda, and 42, plus many more that felled. Yes. And there's five of us. So I, I had plus no... others. I had no count, but most of those... Uh, we were hoping for strength in numbers at that point in time. Other than mm. other than Van Richten, Esmeralda, and myself, uh, there were no uh, entities of a great deal of experience or power. Interesting. Okay. Well, I feel we know the course of action we're taking now. I just figured I'd ask what the odds were. They're quite clear. All right. Good. When Karen stands up from the table. Well, I will be ready to depart when the, when everyone else is. Very Be good. Beatrice rises after Conrad. Uh, um, Mordenkainen summons his staff to his hand. Um, says, I am prepared. Esmeralda stands up wordlessly. And, and loads a bolt into her crossbow. Oh my. Just in case. In case of what? And Sebia like looks around in a little circle. <laughs> that mostly just felt very um you know, I appreciated the, the grandness of that particular performative gesture, but uh, that certainly is a is is a way to put some people on edge. Although um I'm sure Beatrice appreciated it for, for certain. Yes. Um, anyway, yes, very good. Yes, Need I plan. remind I'm... you we're, we're going out into Barovia from here? In the next ten seconds? I, you know what? I'm going to go pack. Thank you. <laughs> now is not the time to be squeamish. Beatrice says to see if he's retreating back. <laughs> I'm always right. squeamish, she says as he scurries away. <laughs> Four, 42, are the two of you prepared? Um, Four kind of slowly stands up and kind of squares their shoulders a little bit and says, All right, yes, ready for the front lines. And Exley has been standing throughout this whole conversation <laughs> and doesn't move. <laughs> All right. So. Good. Excellent. Um, everyone readies their... Uh, anything that they need to ready? Um, if I'm allowed, uh, Sevia may seek out Beatrice. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 Knock, knock. <laughs> Beatrice is, uh, wouldn't have gone back to her room. She's already oh. got all her stuff. Sevia still says it <laughs> while entering whatever room Beatrice is in. Nah? Uh, 
may I ask you a potentially quite um, rude question? Go ahead. Good. Uh, Sibia's gonna... What room is Beatrice in? Um... She's probably wandered to the other end of the main sort of hall bit. Right. I can't remember how the thing's set up, but okay. yeah, she'll be like off to the side somewhere. Okay. Stevie is going to like get right up close to Beatrice. Um, you weren't joking when you said you were an assassin, were you? No, I wasn't. Oh. Right, right, right. How long have you been one of those? Probably close to 15 years. Oh, goodness. That's a, it's quite a long... What are... Uh, sorry, never met an, an assassin before seems quite it's possible you have panic eyes <laughs> immediate panic eyes you'd never know who is and who isn't can you sometimes is anyone else in the group secretly an assassin <laughs> not that i'm aware of okay um where to um this feels quite a strange thing to know about you um do you she gets this very weird conflicted look on her face like she doesn't know how to discuss this but she's here now she's like do you like it it depends Depends on what the job is. It's... Uh, it's a way to make a living. And there aren't many ways for somebody of my skills to do that. Not in... Most places. Not after what I've seen and been through. Right. Yes. I did it... I did it so I could get close to people. To ones that might lead me to those that that destroyed my village. Oh, I hope that one day I might be able to find a way to get to all of them. But celestials. Yes. <laughs> All the, wow, oh, goodness. That is an understandable goal, but uh, a large one. It is. Do, uh, forgive me if this is rude, but do you think it's even possible? It may not be, but uh, 
I am certainly willing to die trying. Oh, let's let's just say uh, I know there is no life for me apart from this, and there will be no life for me after this. Uh, that that seems quite fatalistic. That doesn't don't. It's realistic. But don't you have other things you want to do? There is nothing. There is nothing for me now. But uh, nothing but this. Uh, friends. Uh, uh, I have a few. Money. Uh, any. Thing? You. Wow. I'd much rather reunite with my wife and my children. Oh. I'm... I'm so sorry. Ah. I can... Certainly under... Understand the impulse of wanting to reunite with those you have lost. I know you do. <laughs> Beatrice reaches up and pats Saviour on the shoulder. It, um... It seems quite silly now that you've told me these very important things about yourself, but I was actually, um... Never mind, we've moved on, it's... No. What did you want to ask? Uh, have you... Do you know of any assassins in Dorum? A couple. Any that were active, say... Nine, eight years ago? Not that I'm aware of. But okay. it is possible. There is a large network of us. Is... Perhaps, perhaps if we get back, I might help you. Really? I know it. Duh. I have contacts. Let's see what happens. Say, but thank you. That I, um. Her hands, like, go to her neck as if she's going to play with her necklace, but it's not there. So she just kind of grips at nothing, and she's like, Thank you. That would mean a lot to me. Beatrice just nods, and again, pats Savior on the shoulder. So, um, eventually Mordenkainen calls out, and everyone gathers by the entryway. Um, Quickly turns his head to you, Sevier, and says, uh, I would advise getting your major armor up now. Of course. She... <laughs> major armors. All right. Which I believe makes her AC like a 15? Yes. Yes. All right. 
Okay. So. Let us make our way. Shall we? We certainly shall. All right. Of course. Let's go. So, you all make your way to Valaki. Um, Esmeralda separates off to go and get the Van Richten when the path forks off in that way. Uh, and you you reach uh, the remaining six of you reach the town unimpeded. What would you like to do? I guess do we head straight to the church? Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, do we head straight? Straight to the church? Has Exley been around this place before? Because Valaki wasn't the original town that we went to before. No. Was it? No. no. Yeah. Has Exley been around here before? And does he know roughly how they get with uh, metal people and or the undead? <laughs> uh, partly. Um, like, you, you've probably been around. You know, like most places, they're not fans of the undead. Uh, you don't know how they take metal people. Fair. <clears throat> Perhaps I should wait outside the bounds of the town. Are you alright to do that? Concern. It does not worry me, unless you require my assistance. Although in matters of diplomacy, I find myself lacking. Uh, hmm. um, well, I suppose so, I, if you need to babysit Prime again. It is either that or I come into town. <laughs> what I, kind of should, <laughs> I should not like to leave Prime alone. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> not for his safety, but for other travellers. Mm -hmm. mm. Beatrice, do you intend to go and speak with Ismark and Arena? Uh, yes, I will go with whoever else was planning on going. I shall stay here then. Oh, okay. You're more than enough to protect the the other two. For Siva, you will be safe. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm sure we will. I'm a fast runner, so it is probably best to have someone that doesn't have Prime's move speed near here if we do if we need to rejoin for this. Very smart. Uh, if we need assistance, I can send you a message yes send me message that will yes. be good good yes you have been in this town before yes are there many trees lining the main streets are there darby <laughs> there was mm. there's, there's there were some i think there's there are trees in the town none really lining the main street okay but there's enough, like, scattered around. 
Yeah. Trees about, one could say. Yeah. Very well. All right. Um, and so, Sevia, Fall, Beatrice, you, you three, and Mordenkainen go into Balaki and towards the uh, temple, the church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Uh, she'll love to revisit this place. Mm. Having yeah. a great time. Uh, we <laughs> have yeah. uh, certainly are avoiding certain alleyways, aren't we, pal? <laughs> wink, wink. All right. Paul's keeping an eye on Sevia. Yeah. Sevia's keeping an eye on Fall. <laughs> so, um, you, yeah, you go up, go up to the temple, and I take it you knock. Someone knocks, or. Beatrice will knock. All right. And you are greeted by, um, by Ismark. You're back. Uh, hello. Uh, come on in. Come on in. Thank you. I follow him in. Yeah. Thank you. Um, for, since we haven't been here in a while, what's a quick refresher on what the, uh, the church looks like? Uh, yeah, have yeah. they decorated the place? Uh, <laughs> so, <live> here now. <laughs> so it is It is a slouching centuries-old stone church with a bulging steeple in the back and walls lined with cracked stained-glass windows depicting pious saints. Um, there are fairly standard pews um, in the centre and a raised dais at the uh i guess the i guess the back or the front depending on what perspective you're talking from but uh yeah <laughs> full says to cecilia huh, it looks a lot like my lord lecture theater oh really but yeah oh because of oh because of oh hmm yeah, yeah, the so, cute aesthetic. Um, why have you returned, may I ask? We have been traveling, and we have some things we would like to discuss. With you and Irina. I will go get her. Until... <laughs> Um, and if he goes off and a few moments later returns with uh, Arena. Uh, hello. Um, it, it has been so long. Uh, how, how are you? Uh, where, is, uh, where is Conrad? Oh, he's well. He's just um, outside. <laughs> Okay, good. He's with a new friend of ours on the outskirts of town. Okay, that is good. Um, so what, what did you have to discuss? Well, we'll look at um, Beatrice. <laughs> Sylvia will look at Beatrice. <laughs> <laughs> we have had a few encounters with uh, Strad now. 
and he is still intent on getting you, Elena. And the last time uh, Conrad and I met with Strad, he gave us an offer which we wish to wrap around and with your consent, if you wish to uh, give you to him. You wanted to do what? Uh, no, 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 you see, Beatrice, uh, this isn't her first language, you see. Um, uh, we mean, Strahd has offered that uh, if we bring him Arena, he will give us many good things. However, we do not want to do that. We, in fact, went to quite a lot of effort in order to not do that. We, in fact, had someone rather suffer the consequences of not doing that. However, we wanted to discuss with the both of you, because we will not make this decision without the express consent of Arena, that if there were a chance for us to trick Strad into thinking we were doing what he wanted. We could lull him into a false sense of security that then allows us to defeat him permanently. And how do you expect to trick him? Oh, I guess we'll be like, hey, come here, Arena's here, you can come fetch her, and then pow, bang, we, we ambush him. Um, yeah. Uh, there is also the fact he seems to have an awareness of uh, when the bones are in the right position. So we could potentially move the bones or, I uh, <laughs> don't know what voice that was, uh, or potentially uh, you could leave the church, thus leaving the safety of the bones. Um, or we could yell very loudly, that is an option that I think Fall has presented that is valid. Um, we wanted to check with you before we made a sort of concrete plan. Ah. Because if you said no, we'd have and, to work out something else. And if you cannot get Strahd to come here, were you expecting to drag my sister to him? Oof. No, because we wouldn't have done it if she didn't consent, you see, so we wouldn't need to drag her. She would, in fact, be walking on her own two feet. Ah. Uh, Yes, uh, there is an argument to be made that Arena would, if she consented, have to go to Ravenloft uh, herself. However, there is also the uh, potential backup plan we had where I can make myself look like Arena. And either there can be two arenas and Strad maybe gets uh, d lost in his own sense of confusion about there being two of them. Or we could potentially make Arena invisible, and then he can he can sense whatever tracking device he has on you that allows him to sense where you are and whether or not you are in a safe bones structure. Um, he would know you were with us, but he would not necessarily see you. He would see me as you, and therefore you would be safe. Okay, roll me a uh, persuasion check. <laughs> uh, 
Are you anyone to do would something like, to give advantage? I was about to say if anyone would like to help me in some way before I reveal <laughs> what this roll was. Like, if they Fuck. don't do it before the before the roll, there's nothing they can do to to aid the roll. Exley and Conrad are playing cards. And I, <laughs> I, I would have given you advantage from Beatrice's uh, efforts earlier, but her lack of tact really uh, wasn't all that helpful. But it wasn't it wasn't a hindrance, so you, it is just a flat roll. I guess I'll jump on again after and try. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, let's see. It was persuasion, yes. Yes. <laughs> That's a five, homie. Oh. oh. All right. Um, yeah, Arena looks very... Um, very nervous about the idea. Um, and very reticent. Uh, Ismark is a little more vocal about it. It says... If you are going to try to do that, you say you have magic to look like her. Use that. I am not going to risk my sister's life on some gamble. Well, this is why we are asking. You're allowed to say no. You don't have to... But also, is this you saying no or Rabina saying no? Exactly. Um, what do you think, Arena? Uh, this is... I, I mean, surely you want to be out of the control of Strahd. I mean, living in here can't... I know what it's like to live under constant threat and to have a powerful figure out there like that. If there's a way that we can... that we can take him down... Roll me a persuasion you... check, Fall. The okay. DC is higher this time. It That's is a fair. flat roll. Okay. Uh, 19. 19. Just, just shy. Just shy. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it's... He... I, I don't want to think of what he might do if he gets... Gets that's to me and Ismark. That's completely fair, actually. <laughs> I, I don't want to be like him. I don't want to die. I don't want to be Again, his bride. It, it, yes, this is, this is why we were asking. We are not planning on forcing you into anything. We just wanted to let you know that this was an, an option, an option that maybe potentially ends with both of you getting to hit him with swords, but uh, an option that you can say no to. We can improvise around this. We can make this work. We have nearly defeated him before with just ourselves. Uh, this was just an option. Yes. Okay. We wish you luck, but I cannot in good conscience Leave my sister to help you. That's fair. You've been through enough already. Um, 
hopefully um soon enough the world will be free of Strahd. <laughs> and you can leave this place whenever. Thank you for what you are doing. Uh, excellent. Um, I, like, I, I guess I bid you farewell then. Farewell. Good, goodbye and good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Emily, what is Beatrice about to do as Sevier and Fall awkwardly shuffle towards the door? <laughs> Beatrice just says, Thank you for the time, but uh, we'll be around for a little while, so do consider things. After all, we did help you. And Beatrice gets up and leaves very quickly. <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> you didn't. This is either a natural one or a natural 20. You didn't. <laughs> um... So, uh, that would be, uh, uh 24, <laughs> because that was a nat 20. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, there is, there is no immediate reaction though. Fair enough. All right. Um, we turn yeah. and leave. Um, Full immediately will go yeah. like... Beatrice is already out in the church. Mordenkainen, who has been waiting for you just outside, says, mm. well, I take it it didn't go well then. Uh, no. It was a long shot. Of course. Oh, I should have tried that Bardic Inspire thing. Oh. Oh, yes, that thing that let me hit that tree with a stick. Yeah, yes. yeah I think that can... Oh, okay. Oh. Next time. We'll do it next yeah, time. Yeah. Now, yes. now we wait for Esmeralda and Badrickton to arrive. Yes. Uh, we should... Do we... Right, we were meeting them at the tavern. Yes. Though I might uh, uh, check in on Conrad and... Exley, just let them know that we are uh, aired that one up a little bit. Um, now my question is, are we within a hundred and twenty feet of the of where Conrad and Exley are? No. Okay. The church is the church is too far into the walls of the city. Uh, oh, I don't want to use a third level for this. <laughs> I mean, the other thing is you are likely going to get a short rest in, so you can get spell slots back. I can get spell slots back. Yes. Okay. Sevia will um, send 
Conrad a sending, just being like, ah, Ismark and Arena have initially stated no. Beatrice maybe tempted them? Unsure. We'll hear later. Are uh, going to tavern now. How are you both doing? That would have stopped on how are you. <laughs> no, I counted. You met, you said are a couple of times. Which Do we counts. Count those? It's count. counted. It does. Yes. <laughs> it oh. does count. Yeah, oh. you can't make uh or ums because that counts to the word count because <laughs> you're saying it. Emojis don't, but um, emojis, emojis don't. Some emojis. don't. But uh does. Some like little thinking say, like, hmm? Yeah, every time I said uh, I was just writing an emoji. No. <laughs> yeah. No. All fine. Conrad heard most of that message. Yeah. yeah. How are you? <laughs> Bad luck. Not surprising. Sure you did a good job, though. We shall improvise. Good luck at the tavern. All well and safe here. All right. For someone who knows very little about magic, he's gotten very good at it, you know? <laughs> All right. Uh, and that is where we're going to leave it for this episode. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Alrighty, thank you for Good listening. Bye. 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 Good Bye. Yeah. Hey, Bucks. Bye.